still going strong on a Monday night this week. With Kevin Ricca and Tim Strachan, I'm Ken Marangolo. This is The Audible. That is neither Tim nor Kevin. That's the fabulous Jackie Wilson. That's the fabulous Jackie Wilson. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to turn it down. Everyone always worries the music's going to be too loud. I always worry the music's going to be too loud. So we have one of the sweatiest producers. <laughs> I'm not certain if I've ever heard that studio. song turned down before, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, I know. I, you know, it, it hurts. Um, but we have important things to say, important things that need to be heard. We do? Yeah. Someone might think that. We have things to say. I thought you at least thought that. Yeah, I would hope you at least thought that. <laughs> most, de- most times. This is our all-time favorite We're not solving world problems here, fellas. Our weekly off-season no, we're, we're sports bar that. argument. So you, that is actually the most true statement that's been said all night. <laughs> we had to join the wide receivers and tight ends together. Why? Yeah. Well, only because we don't have a lot more. We don't have a lot of time until we get to the uh, you know preseason through the regular Correct. season. So we're not going to be doing this. This is this is just a good off season. Beat each other up about you know bring up some good names. Last week we did linebackers. Huge omission on all of our parts was Chris Hamburger. Uh, number one on my list. So wait a minute. <laughs> so you talking get this about? Right. No, he was number you know, on my list. Huge omission on my list. Oh, you meant on your behalf. Oh, big time on my behalf. Yeah, because T had him number one. <laughs> I'm not certain how much of you is here. But I know that by listening to you guys at the pre-production. Yeah, that, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for our listeners out there, thank God you don't have to listen to what I have to listen to week in, week out. It's 50 first dates over here every Tuesday or Monday. <laughs> Holy hell. He sets up parameters. I think. And then he takes. he's going to take some wide receivers away. So you're saying he sets parameters and takes liberties. And I have, some to, liberties. I have to make some clarifications. But there, this is always 100% you know, unanimity. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. Just tell me what I can talk football. I think Art Monk We're using has words to be thrown out. syllables for Kevin. <laughs> I think Art Monk is in John Riggins' territory when it comes to wide receivers in Redskins history. And I, I can agree with that. I would like to, just in the interest, because we have so many prospects, so many candidates in this category... And it's going to get dirty. If you didn't have Art Monk on your number one. Yeah. And I, that's why I thought this Again, argument... You don't, you don't deserve to be in the conversation. This argument, to me, deserves multiple multiple toss-outs. M- multiple? Yeah. I don't think Art Monk's the only one. Oh, I think if you're okay. going to do Art Monk, I think especially since none of us were really, really old enough to enjoy him in his prime, but there's nobody who doesn't understand who he is if they really give a crap about the Redskins. That's Charlie Taylor. Of course. I think Charlie Taylor should be a, a, a throwout along with Art Monk. I think that's the respectful thing to do. And maybe, maybe even Chris Hamburger should have been thrown out last, last but week. He probably, maybe, maybe he should have been. Since, we never, not, since none, of them, none of us saw him play, he probably should no, have been. Hall of Famer. Considering he's not just the best Redskins right. linebacker of all time. He might be one of the best Redskins of all time. Might even be one of the best football players of all time. Granted, all, you know, different time, different era, whatever, still. Yeah. It was football. So, but no. no. Once personal I, preference I, I, is thrown I, I in, there, it, it eliminates a lot of arguing. Absolutely. I mean, you can give you, you can, I can give you guys some hell about it, but no, I can't say I'm right and you're wrong or vice versa. A guy who, so there's a lot of other guys, obviously, and I think, so I think from a throwout standpoint, I think it would be fair to throw out those two guys because I think it makes That's the rest. It? I'm open 
you know, I don't want to be the guy who brings, you know, to the table all the best ones and says, let's not, let's not include them. The whole purpose is to get to some different guys on our list. I'm way open to considering anybody. I mean, I don't think Don Warren makes anyone's top five all-time favorite tight end. Maybe he does. Um, all-time favorite tight ends? We're going to you know, talk it, about them, though. T- yeah, tight ends and wide receivers. You know, I don't think a guy like that makes it in there. Um, and from a wide receiver standpoint, there's certainly some other great ones, but I think now you're going to get into some. Our fourth and fifth guys are probably going to be different, I'm guessing. I could be, yeah. I could be mistaken. Um, I've, I've been throwing out the top. I've been throwing out a guy, I think, uh, on the front side. I want to I open it up to one of you guys. If you want to throw in an obvious one, or, or we can even go the other way, or we can even talk about some guys. Like, like that's why I bring up Don Warren. He's not on my top five wide receiver tight end list, but I like I want you don't want to not talk about a guy like that because he definitely is in the conversation of of, of all time favorite players because of who he was, the era he played in, the job he did, and he was a hog. Oh, I I wrote him down. Yeah, he's yeah. He, he's definitely written down on mine. When I say he's, I write he's him not down. your top five. No, 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 not top five. I mean, I'm guessing. I'm trying to pull a couple guys out that He's I'm guessing are just, just tight ends. Just, would, just he would definitely personal. be a top of course, five. Just of tight course, ends, but without a doubt. Not not when you throw in some of the other guys, you can't put him in top five. But he's yeah. I mean, he's because he was also a part of that era. Again, we keep talking about the era, our era. I just felt like he played every week that I cared, and I know he only had seven teeters, but yeah, he wasn't in my top five. All right. I'm done. Let's not. Let, this is a moot point. Uh, let me save some of this argument for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I can th- I can think of another guy to throw out that I think is going to be a bubble guy for all of us, um, and who didn't make our our top five all time, and that's Rod Gardner. <laughs> I, I, I. He never pen never went or or nor did keyboard ever type out. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I put it in that special place in my brain that where I, you know, oh, he was such anything. a difference maker for us guys. You, you've opened up his little lockbox. Oh God! All right, so you know, fine. We're, he's farther down the list tonight than I even thought. Give me, give me who you're. Although one. I'd like to see your draft notes that night. No, no, I was never a Rod Gardner guy. I, I was uninspired. Just I think like you're Mark. every guy that's drafted. Nope, a absolutely bit. not. A little bit. I, I can find a way to like some <laughs> find a way to like some guys, but uh, I mean, right. I I, right. I found something positive about the Devin Thomas, Malcolm Kelly, Fred Davis, you know, debacle. I'll be honest. Ugh. <laughs> that was oh god. Um, give me a name, Kevin Ricca. Well, I'm just gonna go get right to the point here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary Clark, man. I mean, uh, you know, we all obviously know this, but yeah. Gary Clark is Where the do you have him ranked? going out there. He's number one after Art Monk, so I have him at and number Charlie one. And Charlie Taylor? I have him at number one ahead of, I mean, personal preference, okay. I watch this guy make some plays that I just can't forget, and he Correct. produced. Yep. And, you know, he uh, average yards per game as a receiver. He's the all-time leader in franchise history, and I don't care about the numbers anymore, but it's kind of crazy that he made more uh, all-pro teams and pro bowls than Art Monk. You know, he had that short yep. window where he just kicked ass and came to play every week and played in an incredible scheme like we talked about previous. Joe Gibbs knew where to put him and at what time to let that ball fly in his general direction, and he came up with it every single time. Yep. I just don't remember him dropping the football, man. Went over 1,000 yards five times in his skin's career. I mean, that's... He was a beast, man. 
That's ridiculous. He was, a, he, was a, he was an ultimate playmaker as well. It wasn't just the, the, the yardage and, and, the, and the long touchdowns. It was the, the crunch time. Oh, on his career, so 85 to 92, 549 receptions, 8,742 yards. I think he's a fourth all time. I think he's touchdowns. fourth all time in yards still for us. Yeah. I mean, that's not shabby. That's no. ridiculous. That's beastly. So that's the name I came so up I with. Have Gary, I started at the top. I have Gary Clark three. Well, I'm sorry, no. Uh, since we took Art Monk, yes. Uh, that, that would be two. I mean, I know that you know. Yeah, you after guys use after all that, that lingo. I'll after Monk and Taylor are gone, I have met two. We're gonna we're gonna go top five. We're just gonna assume Monk and, Ke- and uh, Charlie are are gone. So Gary Clark was number two for me on my on this list. Hmm. I mean, I. Hmm. What I want to hear. Yeah, I, I I I put Santana Moss number one. For oh, my really? List of top five. Yeah, I do, I do. Still the third third uh, you know third all time leading receiver for us. Played 05 to to twenty fourteen. Was he always dominant? No, of course not. I mean, again, another guy in a position who who was on a lot of not great teams. Um, he did have some big moments, obviously. Some of the biggest moments of our Redskins fandom uh, in, in, in his prime, the two touchdowns over Dallas on Monday night being one of them. I happened to also be at a game against, uh, I believe it was Jacksonville, um, and I don't know, it was 06, 07-ish. And uh, he took one to the house in overtime to win that game. He, he, he was, you know, he was, he was a bubble screen guy taken into the house when he first came into the league. He was a pro he was our best receiver for, for a long time. I mean, he, he played, what, 10 seasons? Um, and to me, Art Monk is, is my all-time favorite in that era. Um, and I think Santana Moss is my all-time favorite in, in, in the kind of the era he was in. So that's what gave him the, the, the lead on Gary Clark for me on this list. All right. I had him in there at three. You yeah. know, we... we he gave us some special moments and some down years. And he so was Gary, there, for you, is one, and then Sanders is three. I have not yet said Sanders yet. No, 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 no. no I meant, I'm sorry. Clark. Clark. Is one. Is one, and... Michael Westbrook, he said, was his I second will, favorite. Honestly, listen. listen who do you have at three? Listen here, Stephen Davis. I'm sorry, who do you have at three? <laughs> I just said Santana Moss. Santana Moss. I'm sorry, that's who we're talking about. Hey, I'll wake you up before it's your turn. Next I time. mean, I was thinking, I was doing stuff, I was listening, and I can't do a lot you of things. Set the alarm once. on my phone; it'll be good. So I've got <laughs> consulting. Why do I feel like this guy's gonna have a nickname like Two Stockings or like? <laughs> <laughs> he played in nineteen oh seven. No, no, I'm reserving that. For <laughs> the first wrestling to catch a forward pass. <laughs> I've got Santana Moss at four. Well, okay, so he's on there. But again, it's because, map. I'm sorry, I had to get caught, caught up. He's at four for me, simply again, and it's going to be a lot like my, my quarterback list and my linebacker list. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, any, didn't have any championships. No rings. No rings. You know, I put guys that had rings or guys that, you know, laid the, laid the stones for, for, you know, the, the franchise. Three playoff so teams, say. I believe, he played on. 05, 07, the, and 12. For the top spots. And Santana Moss and, you know, one of my two current era guys, and he's at four. Yeah, it's hard. He's hard to. I mean, so, so, 
So we have two consensus so far, Clark and uh, Moss on, on each other's top five. Who's your number Who's your number one, T? Since you know well, our, I'm gonna you go know with, our ones. I'm going to go with my old school guy here. At number one? At number one. Okay. Bobby Mitchell. Yep, he's on my list. He's my he's number three on my list right now, and he's number two on mine. And 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 a lot of that is uh, got to meet him a lot, being around my grandfather. What an incredible person! And then, then yeah. you go back and research this guy, and it wasn't tonight that I did that. It's ridiculous. And I got to find out a lot about him when, oh, when I was a young God, man. Yes. And what a special person in in the world of non-sport. Yeah. That guy absolutely turned out to be, and was a big influence on me with uh, being starstruck around all these superstars. He'd take me around to shake the hands. He made me feel like he was my uncle, and uh, I've always appreciated that him, about him. And, uh, and he was a very nice man to my grandfather at, at all times. And then we can talk about football. What a beast. Beast. Or other sports. The guy yeah. was great at everything. Yeah. Especially in high school, college. Yeah. Track star. He was a track star even you know, post-college. I mean, the guy was just, he uh, was a freak of his time. He's a special Washington Redskin. Absolutely. Well, we got another consensus. So that's that's three consensus. I know for a fact. um, I know for a fact. Where did you have Santana? You had Santana at one. Santana at one. Really? Yep. uh, On this list. I I think that's what happened to me. I think when he said that, I lost consciousness slightly, just a little bit. Like, what are we doing here? Well, and then every time I've hung yeah. out with Santana, the same thing has happened. So yeah. this isn't. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say this isn't personal, but <laughs> but it can be. Yeah. Um. Who do you? No, no one. I was. Does anyone have? Uh, what, who was it? Uh, Jerry Smith on their on their list. I have him. He's not on my top five. But I have I, him right there at six seven. Uh, Jerry go, go Smith, ahead, go went, ahead, go yeah, ahead, go six ahead, for go me. Ahead, go ahead. Go Did ahead. you have him in your top five? No, no, I didn't. I but I, I, I already was, said who's. I already said the name of a guy who's in my top five. You already said the name of a guy who's in your top. I five. jumped the gun on him. Well, let's get into Jerry Smith real quick because I find it just sure. He played a long time. Extremely interesting and 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 obviously you know old school Redskin fans knew what a player he was and guys our age, you know you, you heard about Jerry Smith growing up and. Unfortunately, football wasn't the thing you heard about first. Then you go and find out what a career he had. Then you find out what tremendous teammates he had and what a tremendous teammate he was. And then you go and read about him. You know, he, he wasn't, he wasn't, he didn't come out of the closet as a homosexual while he played. It happened later. But obviously, the, the locker room knew, the teammates knew, they defended him fiercely. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's the beauty of sports. You know, when, when you go to war with these guys and you work with these guys every single day, you know, uh, Race, religion. I don't care. Uh, I never did. I don't care. But you know what? We grew up playing sports, T. And a lot of that, uh, you know, some people weren't that lucky, or maybe some people weren't raised properly. But this guy's teammates gave a damn. And to read about Vince Lombardi having a homosexual brother and did the best he could to insulate Jerry Smith from outside of that locker room situation and what they did, I mean, I, I just found it to be fascinating, and I, and I was proud of the Redskins yeah. in that scenario. That was, uh, I mean, was Vince a, Lombardi. Look, you, know, you know what matters to me? It's he had 5,496 yards in his yeah. career, which was seasons. the most ever in the NFL at his, at his retirement for a tight end. Put it this way. Cooley had, had 36 That was a baller. Cooley had 33 okay. touchdowns. This guy had 60. Yep. This guy was a playmaker, man, and a fantastic teammate and a great person. I hear you. Just didn't make the top five. Well, I never saw him play. No, I, I, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't rooting for Jerry Smith on Sundays. We weren't of that era. So, 
he wasn't Hall of Fame or late groundwork here. I mean, he's not a guy you heard about, you know, growing up as a kid. I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, you got he to made know a couple more. Pro Bowls, but he was a stud. He's not your Jurgensen type, you know, your lore. Is he on the uh, Hall of Stars? He he's definitely, there? yes, he, yeah. he's in the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. What? At, at Jerry Smith. At FedEx. Yes. Absolutely. So. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, I be- yeah. I, of course, he absolutely is. Obviously, um, deserve it. I just, you know. Well, okay. And that was good. I, I think that, and that could be a topic. That. Topic could be something for another show some other time. Sure. I, I mean, yeah. I, I'll bring it on, you know, wholeheartedly. But let, let's bring up the guy that I brought up, who is in my top five, Ricky Sanders. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. My number four. He he just fell off my list, like it's by a hair. Three. And I'm gonna get. I, I, I he might actually be forced back onto my list if you guys. There's have a lot a, of hairs that could have been <laughs> that could have been guilty of this. Yeah. Just now. What's that? He just fell off the list. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. He no, he. Oh, he ju- okay. He just missed your. He just okay. did miss the line because I and I put someone in there that, it you know I think uh, he's not in your five. He's a, he's he's no, yeah he's he's like he's the guy that fell off out of my top five. He's number six. He's a hard six for me, um, right now. <laughs> and the fact because I, I, that would make the whole posse that would make you're lying. It's five and a half. It's five and a half. It's five and a half. <laughs> and, you, and you got Jerry Smith behind him. <laughs> So, I got a Jerry Smith behind my so, hard six. It's a five-ish wind sock. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bag of dimes. A lot of dimes. Here's but, the thing. Yeah. For me, Ricky Sanders and Gary Clark kind of go like... I know. Peanut butter and jelly. I mean, in a lot of ways. Pretty much played together, too, the first, True, except for one year that didn't overlap at the, at the beginning Clark of the Clark was a lot more extra crunchy, peanut butter and... <laughs> Oh no, no, that's the, why he's a, that's guy. why he's ahead. That's why he's ahead. But Absolutely. I can't think of that era. I can't think of play, of when I was a kid watching games, and you didn't have the two of them playing off of each other. How and, good and, were the three of them? And and Clark may have had better numbers when it was all said and done, but Sanders had plenty of yes. moments. Oh, he made himself. so many plays. And the dude when he would go deep, and you, you just knew it was going to be him. You know, there was times where you just knew you, you could. it's almost like you could tell who it was the yeah. way that the ball was thrown or, or somehow it, I was so jealous of his style they go of together. play. They go yeah. together. I almost uh, wanted to put them together and yeah. just and, 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 and give another guy, you know, a chance like a Jerry Smith. Just, uh, But no, yeah. that's That was mine. That, he was my, my, number, uh, my number three. Yep. Well, there's not a lot of tight ends on this list, boys. No, I'm going to throw out the first tight end, and I'll take the heat for it. I'm putting Chris Cooley in my top five. At? Number four. I got Chris Cooley at number four with the top five. He's our fifth all-time leading receiver, nine seasons, 4,700 yards. He did score touchdowns. Um, Once again, I I, I put a guy in who stood out uh, in an era where not a lot of greatness went down. Um, he, He was a bright light. Uh, on a lot of on a lot of Sundays, but he also came up big in some big games. Specifically, you know, he had a couple huge home games against Dallas uh, when we needed when we needed wins. Th- those are amazing memories. Stop it. He's at my number five. Okay, so I don't have to convince you. No, you don't have to convince. All right, me. good. But and I'm actually to be honest no, with you, I'm not done. No offense to Chris, he, I was shocked that he was my number five. But this is again after Art Monk, Charlie Taylor. Uh, you know, I. Chris, hey, I, even I just always liked him. I mean, I've always been a tight end fan. I'm, I, I think tight end is an incredible position. It's it's a huge weapon, and I thought he played it extremely well. He was a Redskin throughout, still is, 
you know, uh, if this is purely on fan favorite as well as as our, as our best, Chris definitely makes my top five. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he makes everyone's top five. He was a heck of a Redskin. Yeah, he was but, a heck of a Redskin. But that's where I had him at. I don't even know if I got him in my top ten, to be honest, guys. I, you know, he was like a fan favorite. He had a lot of pub around him, a lot of, of hype around him off the field. And I thought he was a tough player, and I really liked him. But I didn't find him to be the explosive athlete that was the game-changing type of guy. And I really liked him. But he was not, you know, he just got... I, I agree. Just, yeah, he just, I totally agree. Never, but here was that like... Ugh. Here's where you guys got on my extra. case for not having London Fletcher higher on my list and stuff like that is that in my, in my personal opinion during some of our darkest years, I felt Chris Cooley was one of those rocks. He was. I, I thought he was one of those rocks. I'm an offensive guy. He was one of those rocks that... that you knew he was going to play hard. You knew you knew you were, he was going to be one of the guys you needed to look to to make a play, yep. to give you at least that moment of enjoyment on your Saturday, on your Sunday. Uh, that's that's one of the reasons. Again, it's not this is not based on numbers. This was based purely on. I just like the guy. Yeah, sure. I liked him, you know, and 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 he he provided me with enough moments during dark times that he made my top five. But I, I totally agree with you. He, he might not make top ten for a lot of sure. people's lists. Are you fived out, or you only have four? I'm fived out. You're fived out. You're not fived out. I got no. Bobby Mitchell, Gary yeah. Clark, Ricky Sanders, Santana Moss, Chris Cooley. Yeah, you're fived. I'm only I'm Ford. I'm, 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 I got one left at number five. I got a tight end left. Both your fives. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the heat for this one. Both your fives are left. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my number Let's five. Let's give you heat first. I got Mike Sellers. That's my number Whoa. five. That's now, not fair. It's not Whoa. fair. He's like a fullback <laughs> tight end. He, he was an H-back. He did Wide play receiver. a lot of fullback. I think He's he, a maniac, and that's why you put him at five. I love it, but... Yeah, I to me, you know, I think that um, he played 165 games for, for the Redskins. Um a lot of that in Joe Gibbs' offense was technically as a tight end, whether you want to call it an H-back, whether he was motioning back and ending up in the backfield a lot, which he was. Uh, he, he was a totally different kind of player. He wasn't Gronkowski or Jimmy Graham. I mean, he was – he did. He had his, He had a job to do, um, being the biggest, baddest guy on the field. And when guys didn't cover him, he scored touchdowns. He was uh, a, a great – he was a great Redskin – um, he was uh, dependable. He was reliable. He he appeared uh, in many 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 games. He, he, you know, he wasn't the guy that you were worried wasn't going to be able to make it uh, out on Sunday. Lasting memory. I never saw that coming. Mike Sellers. Lasting memory. You know, you got Clint, Clinton Portis holding on to his jersey. You know, getting uh, water skiing into the end zone um, at FedEx. I I just think uh, he he deserves. He's not going to get any love anywhere else. To me, we do have another top five coming up in a couple weeks of special players. He's kind of on the edge for me that he probably could go in that category. But to me, he played tight end. He was a tight end um, only because of the scheme that he played in and therefore um, his longevity and his material contributions to the offensive style we played under Joe Gibbs specifically. I believe we called it H-back. <laughs> yeah, just, but just, we don't have an H-back just, category. Just, no, but I know. I get it. I get it. I'm mean, I love Mike Sellers. Yeah. H to me is like more him. of a tight end. I just don't. It is. I get it. But you know, I just think he just pulled. I mean, Frank Wycheck was an H back for us, and then of course he then he goes did, on to play tight end for right. everyone else. That's all right. He probably had more catches than he had carries. Mike Sellers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Although I, that was my biggest thing in, in preseason, uh, especially in that fourth preseason game when you just get a bunch of scrubs on the field and all and of a sudden he didn't, Gibbs would hand it to him and he would just beat guys up. If he didn't, up. then he gets scratched because he wouldn't actually be a receiver. He'd be a running back. He, he definitely took a couple carries. They wanted to make him like the third and one guy for a while there, if you, if you guys remember that. They I don't know why they didn't. Yeah. He briefly was. I mean, joke. it was like a hark back to Gerald Riggs style of play that they would run for him. Um, I, 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 at the end of the day, I just don't think that, you know, if you, if you telegraph what you're doing in, in the league these days, they're going to have a guy there to pop you, and right. he got popped. We need well, a drum roll for Kevin's. Yeah, oh, right? I don't need a drum roll for that, but I will just say, <laughs> I, I'm, thank, I'm in my head thanking the Lord that this is not a Philadelphia Eagles podcast, yep. but if it was and it was about top five punters, I could have thrown Randall Cunningham in there along the lines of what Oh! But my number five guy... I'm going to get some heat for it here right now, but it's honest. It's Jordan Reed, fellas. I think we have the premier pass-catching athlete in the history of the franchise. This guy's freakish size and athletic ability. He's done things with the football in hand after it's been caught at his size that I've never witnessed as as a Sunday football fan for the Burgundy and Gold. And I cannot wait to see what happens with this guy for the next four to ten years. Today, in in 2016, you are absolutely not ripped for that. It, it's 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 uh it's perfectly legitimate because you're going with your favorite a guy you know and, and stuff like that totally worth the conversation whether you're 40 years old or you're 20 years old uh, I didn't put him in mind just because he hadn't been here long enough he hadn't had a career right. really you know he's got a lot more to prove you may look genius when yeah, when, but it's when somebody preference. dusts this off in 20 years and says I wonder what the hell they said on 711 2016 right. they may be like oh my god this guy knew going into his second year that this guy was going to be a hall of famer I'm yeah. a pretty optimistic guy but, when it comes but to this game, I mean <laughs> I don't I don't have a problem with that he was on my list he didn't make my top 5 but well, as I mean, a quarterback you, you know you know what I'm thinking uh, here Whoa. I've always said and wow. sometimes you you've ripped me I think tight end is the most lethal weapon on a football field Oh, I, I've never. We didn't have one in college. You didn't have one in college. That's true. That's all. You, you didn't. But um, I, I, I think I've always he, wanted one, just like him. Because yep. you never know what he's going to do. He could be catching. He could be blocking. He could. I mean, you got. He, he's very versatile. And if you have a good one, oh my God, look out, look out, because you don't have people who can cover that. Yep. He could right? be. He could be. And in if the you top do have 10, people to cover it, well, then he's going to block. You finish the season as a top you know, ten I mean, receiver for for us all time. Yeah. By the end of this year, he could easily be in our top ten all-time greatest receiver. Oh, receiving leaders. Yeah, he is a problem. Um, what is he at right now? One eighty-two. I think to get into the top ten all-time receptions, he's got to get to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's got to get. He's basically got to have a hundred catches this year to move ahead of Michael Westbrook and and sit right behind Pierre Garcon, who's likely to have you know some catches this season. So, so other honorable mentions of mine: Westbrook, definitely. Since you've mentioned him, Pierre Garcon made the list. Um, the, and I do this by making the list before I look at anything. I want to see how many I get and try to get them in an order that I can. I actually came pretty darn close with this one. Um, and I had Jordan Reed on there, but also Donnie Warren, who we yeah. talked about a little bit. Uh, how about Clint Didier? Oh, uh, Clint. This Clint can't did, go without. I you got to think. You got to think, Clint. You have to. 141 receptions, 1,923 yeah. yards, and he had 21 uh, TDs in his career. Not to mention he was here for some of our greatest moments in he history. Won, he won two Super Bowls here. Uh, Larry Brown. Caught a, caught a touchdown in Super Bowl twenty two. I mean, you know, second leading recept- uh, re- receiver in Super Bowl 17, or no, I'm sorry, 18, 65 yards. I mean, this guy, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't stalwart great. 
But again, Clint Didier gives me that that John Gruden. Like I, I go like nostalgically, kind of like to that gritty. Like, yeah, Clint Didier. Hell yeah. Well, then we F can go. Yeah. Then we can go. You right know? To, then we can go right to Terry Orr. Then on that line, sure. Well, yeah. I mean, Clint Didier when Clint, Terry Orr I mean, came after him. a great reception, him. but he was a great football player. Uh, Clint Didier sure. was like the first guy. One of the, came along. You know when. He took over for Doc you a little be, bit as the pass catcher. Yeah, and you Doc could, started becoming the main blocker. You didn't have to be Don that Warren athletic was, because right. safeties in the league and some of the, the linebackers that were covering were weren't weren't that athletic either. That wasn't all you had to do was be like mildly athletic. Donnie Warren was there, so they didn't have to worry about him staying in a block. He was he ran free. You know he caught he was he he, he ran underneath some long passes um, from the tight end position, which you know every Redskins fan is going to remember. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think the, the the notorious list. I put Rod Gardner and Michael Westbrook on my notorious list. I mean, I, I they're they're certainly not among my favorites. Rod Lav Gardner Coles, never even entered my my mind. Lavernius. No. On the notorious. Lavernius did. Lavernius did. Didn't quite write his name down. Randall L. Albert Connell. Yeah. Albert Connell. Great great no. example of no. some of a notorious list. Yeah. I don't want to put him on one, but was it a? But Harper? I can't believe you guys. We, yeah. we haven't even discussed his name. Charlie Brown. Yep. Again, not well, our era well, guy, not our not our I wheelhouse. In my top Charlie ten, Brown. in my top. But 10. I remember trying to beat Charlie Brown Me in too. my backyard. But what I what I don't remember is he only, my friends. he only played thirty three games for us. I know, isn't that, isn't that crazy? No, I know. Yeah. I thought I he know. was here forever. I, I did As too. a kid, he was like who we were in the backyard, like you just said. When I noticed that, I went, "He was yeah. only those were formidable thirty three games." Because uh, hey, man, we haven't even said it yet, but the fun bunch and yeah. the Smurfs we yeah. grew up with, yeah. and the posse, and the posse. Three great wide receiving groups, and they still were dwarfed by the greatness of the Hogs as far as a group is concerned. Weren't we the coolest group having ass group of fans in the history of being but they, 10 years old? They were legit groups, too. They weren't like marketing ploys. No. They were amazing. They, no, they that were was, that championship was like, groups. That was oh, like going was, viral before there was, was. Twitter or you know, anything like that. And they like have that. rings, T, to your, to your qualification. All those guys and have I rings. i got to throw out one more nod to an old school. All right. Hugh Taylor. Hugh Bones Taylor was 6'4". <laughs> yeah. Hauled in over 5,000 yards for his career in 58 TDs. Shares the all-time franchise record of 12 TDs in a season. Plus, his nickname's Bones, man. It was, yeah. Well, we just he missed wants, his birthday. He uh, yeah. just he just uh, turned, uh, well, he was born in 1923 on July 6th. So last week, uh, 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 he, uh, he didn't give in to understand. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Maybe he went and visited his old college, oh, I Oklahoma love my old City. Guys, man. Oklahoma City. I love my old where school he, guys. Where he was a just a stud. I'm Dude, sure. Dude, I love watching it. NFL films, black and white. Oh yeah, can't barely make anything out. These oh. guys, you know, I mean, this was like their hobby. I know. I love it too. Uh, my, you know, my grandfather played in the early '50s with no face mask on in black and white. You just took it back to 23. Old Bones was the axle on the wagon wheels <laughs> that broke. Wait, when did your he just subbed in? When did to your get grandfather the team play? to the field? Uh, early '50s. Hugh Taylor played from '47 to '54. They were teammates. Yeah. They might have been. Te- they were teammates, right? They had to have been. They were teammates. So Hugh Taylor. Uh, you I hope know, he, I hope my grandfather got a ride with old Hugh when the, when the wagon wheel fell off. Well, he played. He, he, he was. He was uh, eight years. Eight years back then it was yeah. probably like twenty years. You know, probably felt like the way they. The hey, way they played. listen. There isn't football today without these guys. Yeah. No, I. I got to. I, I got to give my. I like my giving you a hard time, but oh, I love little it. Little tip too. of the hat, you know, where you're still looking. Whatever's going uh, on. I looked up to the, obviously my grandfather, but the Artie Donovan's of the world. You know, oh, yeah. Walking into the, into the, oh, into yeah. the game half, half cocked, and, or at least he talked a big game. 
but I believe them. Oh, the Otto Grams, the Charlie Choo Choo Justices. I mean, you can go on and on oh, with all the Crazy Legs Hirsch. Yeah, I mean, all that. I mean, they, they are, there's no football today without yeah. those guys, you yeah. know? I, I just I love giving them their time. Yeah, we might That's be the all. last guys that pass this, these stories of these guys down to our kids. Maybe. Yep. And they'll be telling everyone about Josh Doxson at some point, and he'll be uh, cracking this list, Very is my guess, yeah. anyways. Or else they'll just be three-dimensional Googling it and <laughs> telling us to go back. To, go take a nap, Grandpa. Go watch, go watch your stories. Yeah. Game of Thrones season 27. Why don't you get one of them three-dimensional bottles of whiskey out and bring it up, up to the <laughs> napping room? Well, we appreciate uh, the listen, guys. That was our w- wide receiver, tight end, top five all-time favorite Redskin. Next tell week, we're back on think. defense. Yeah, tell us what you think, though. We want to hear. We, I didn't yeah. see a lot of guys uh, commenting on that. Well, thankfully, we... Uh, How'd we, we do? We How'd you do? We didn't miss out on Chris Hamburger again as a collective group. Thankfully, no one mentioned Tom Coppin in the tight end portion, but I just did. So. Or Rob Snyder. Oh, I, oh. I was. It, 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 <laughs> Tom Compton obviously makes my, my tight end conversation. Um, but uh, we can't do a show without mentioning Tom Compton. So well done, sir. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. And you're all welcome from the Audible. <laughs>